0: Episode of the Losing Sucks Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Blanton, along with my co-host, Travis Masterson. Travis, what's going on, man? Week four is
1: officially in the books. It's over. Raider magic has run out. We got a few late night wins on the back of Darren Waller. Almost for you on the back of Austin Eckler, even though he gave you his heart and his soul and his one-handed pull-ups so close. Heck of a week for so a lot close. of action, a lot of weird stuff, a lot of expected stuff back on track. Can't wait to get into the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a fun game. It's always nice to see the Raiders relevant even if it's in an unconventional fashion. I thought they were going to come back and win that game and you know, Justin Herbert pulled it out. Eckler looked like a man. Then he stopped playing for a little bit and then came back. It was it felt it felt not great. At times, I'll be honest with you,
1: but a lot better for you as an Eckler owner than anybody that had Keenan Allen or <sighs> Mike Williams.
0: The thing about having so much exposure to Eckler is that some leagues he won me the league. Some some leagues I just needed that little that little bit more to win me the league or win me the week. And I felt like, how do I ask for more? How do I look him in the face and be like, Austin, I need five more points. I need five more.
1: Yeah, you go and you go into the night thinking there's no way I have a chance, and then all of a sudden he gives you 30, and you're like, "What? Come on, five more!" Yeah, it's my fault. It's my fault. I started. I started Allen Robinson
0: against even my own advice. I'm, ugh, He's just killing hurts. people, right? Now. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll get Allen Robinson. We'll, we'll get there. We've got our bounce back picks. We've got. A, the, we're going to be breaking down the entire slate of games this week. You know, just a recap, real quick, rapid fire round of that. It's going to be some good listening, Travis. It's going to be really, really nice.
1: All right, what did we get right? What did we get right? Did we get anything right? Yeah, we got some right. Let's go into it.
0: We got some right. We got some wrong. But let's, let's hop into our bounce back picks. I went two for three on my bounce back candidates last week. I called Justin Fields a bounce back candidate. And I guess technically he had a better game than he had last week uh it was still he put up 8.2 points
1: still not what you're looking for
0: yeah you you're not i was so
1: shocked when i saw this i was like wait a second the bears handled them all game this man had eight points it felt like because he didn't like lose them the game it felt like he was
0: doing more just because the bears were playing so well the the defense was what was doing it, and you saw the ball in Justin's hands a lot. But it wasn't the it, in, in prototypical Bears fashion. The defense wins the game.
1: The de- the offense tries not to lose it. So that was nice to see. We- Successful day for the Bears and Justin Fields. Unsuccessful for the bounce right. back. Right. Amari Cooper bounced
0: back. Had that nice touchdown against the Panthers. I saw it coming. I mean, the Panthers struggle especially right now against the wide receivers and even this star studded core that the Dallas Cowboys have. I don't, I didn't see much in the way of hurdles for Amari Cooper to finding his way back to relevance. So score one up for me, 14.4 points and a half point PPR league. He's back. And of course, Darrell Henderson banged up root ribs and all. And Against that Cardinals front that really struggles against the running back, he looked explosive. R- running through the holes, he he was finding openings, and they were feeding him. I liked watching him in that game, and he, he did bounce back. It felt good to finally at least get some things right um, on-, on some <laughs> yeah. predictions. We've,
1: we've been pretty unlucky on the, uh, yeah, on the big, big picks. the big picks have been rough, and uh, the, bounce backs, breakout the candidates. bounce backs have been words out. Amari Cooper, first quarter... Pulled up limp with a hamstring injury, and I thought, oh my God, there's no way. As soon as you pick him as a bounce back, he goes out hurt. But he came back in the game and brought a lot of joy to some fantasy managers, giving giving him a double-digit mid-15, 14-point week. You know it, man. You know it. How about your bounce backs? All right, I went two for three on my bounce back candidates. Teddy Bridgewater got literally knocked out of the game. So that one's hard to say. He was he started out okay. Terry McLaurin bounced back in a big way. I feel like I should almost get double points for these bounce backs. Uh Terry McLaurin with a 27.3 in I believe a standard league, which is a lot of points. Yeah. So that's a, a yes. Head. And then David Montgomery The reason I chose him was the same premise as Terry. I thought that they were going to force feed him, reestablish him as their identity, and they did so. Unfortunately, he got hurt. We'll get into his injury a little bit later on in the show, but for the sake of week four, we both went two and three on the bounce back candidates. I'll take it. 66% is pretty darn good. Guys who didn't bounce back, or the guys that we didn't think would bounce back,
0: Look, I went 3 for 3 on these. No big deal. So if you listen to our last episode, you know who I'm talking about. Lamar Jackson didn't necessarily bounce back. He didn't outperform his previous week. He's not giving you those top 3 or 4 running or quarterback numbers. He probably didn't kill you, but he was average this week. He didn't he didn't give you a ton of that rushing upside that you look for or that that wins you the week. Um Against the Broncos' defense, that was, you know, not bad. He uh, he was just kind of meh.
1: When you take him in the fourth round, though, you're probably going to need more than nineteen
0: point four. For sure. And look, this isn't like a down play on Lamar. He's going to be fine. This is just a yeah. this is just a down game against a good defense. And if you watched him play in this game, he was able to hit those deep bombs to Hollywood, which were missing last game against Dent or uh, Detroit. So. Again, not a terrible game, but not enough to be what I would call a bounce back. Trey Sermon didn't bounce back. Thank God my Elijah Mitchell dreams still live on. He had 8.9 points. Again, falling behind from last week. This is going to be something I continually bring up because he was the darling of the rookie draft talk. He was, oh my goodness, they traded up for him. Had it not been for Elijah getting injured, Trey Sermon might not have a role really on this team. It's mind-boggling. It boggles the mind that this is what he has. He's not being super efficient. It's just, I don't know, maybe he's just kind of showing that he's not NFL material We'll see anything. I this was always thought that you know a Trey Sermon or a Kyle Shanahan offense just produces these workhorse just RB ones week after week after week, and that's just not the case.
1: Yeah, well, you need he needs to do a lot more with this opportunity because when he's the only back in town and you come out with eight point nine points, you're not going to be the lead back. So Elijah Mitchell is going to be coming back. Jeff Wilson's going to be coming back here in a few weeks, hopefully. Uh, I think the report I read today was early to mid-November, potentially sooner, so Trey Sermon needs to to have some big weeks, or it's going to be the Jeff Wilson-Elijah Mitchell show.
0: We know Jeff Wilson can produce. So my third pick for not bouncing back was, of course, the recipient of a one-way trip to Ramsey Island, we thought, and DeAndre Hopkins didn't absolutely bomb you i guess he had 8.7 points wide receiver 47 on the week so no you're not getting d hop numbers and if you are relying on him to be that guy for you he didn't produce that he didn't put up like a complete dud um that you would expect on a ramsey week but like we talked about in our previous episode for me i can't i can't
1: bench him Daniel Jones was my first pick on guys who I do not think will bounce back against the Saints at home. Finally, back in the Superdome, I'm thinking this is going to be an ugly day for Daniel Jones. Sure enough, he throws up a 27.78. Good enough for a surefire bounce back and beyond that. So I took the L there.
0: You said something fun there. That you... He, it could have been an ugly game. And that's the funny thing about Daniel Jones.
1: Yeah. Any week could be
0: a three fumble, two interception game. And you know what? You're just like, okay, yeah, that's kind of what I signed up for.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I listened back to why I picked him as a uh, somebody who's not going to bounce back. I listened back to the, to the end of the episode yeah. um, last week. And my reasoning was no Slayton, no Shepard. Yeah. Holiday is going to be pretty much covered all over the field. Evan Ingram stinks. Right. And sure enough, he throws a 50-yard a wheel route to Saquon. Yeah. <laughs> like, Saquon. How did you not predict John that one? John
0: Ross made an appearance.
1: <laughs> John Ross. Early on. I mean, what a flash. All right. Miles Gaskin did not bounce. As expected, 0.3 points. He was a fifth-round pick in all formats and he is absolutely killing people right now and DeAndre Hopkins I had the same pick as you he did not bounce so I took a win there I don't want any part of Jalen Ramsey all year long I am on the side of the it is okay to bench your studs versus Jalen Ramsey I will do it I have done it I will continue to do it regardless of who that player is outside of Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams anybody else. I'm benching against Jalen Ramsey. I, I, you can have my word. Even in league, in our home leagues, if if Jalen Ramsey's lined up against my best receiver and it's not Tyreek or Devontae, I'm sitting them.
0: I, I don't, I don't blame you. Jalen Ramsey's that special of a talent. There is going to be a few weeks where he, you know, wide receivers get the best of him. You won't be able to predict it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. There were, some, there are also some football games. In totality, played this week, Travis. We've got a lot of them to break down. The first one that we're going to get into the Titans and the Jets. Two big things to take away from this game right now, Travis. The Jets get their first win, and what very well may be their only win. And, well, I, you know what? I take that back because they do face the Texans. They do, they do face the Texans at some point this year. What a game that's that will going be. To be. Look, if they don't play that game on a Tuesday,
1: I, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do with the NFL. Start both defenses and that will Yeah, you, you don't know
0: what to – yeah, yeah. Start both defenses. That's, that's a gross statement, but you got to do it. Titans versus Jets.
1: What did we see in this Just, game?
0: We saw a million carries for Derrick Henry. Anyone who else Derrick Henry has to sign off that he's okay with anyone else carrying the ball on a drop back or scramble. Ryan Tannehill has to look over to the sideline <laughs> and ask Derrick Henry, can I run this ball? And I really and think Derek that's probably Henry the has case. To at this point. He's like, okay. Yeah, this time's okay. And then he runs, but 33 carries Travis. He's on pace for 500 carries this year.
1: Yeah, he's it's like 70 or 80 pace wise, it's like 70 or 80 over the record. It's insane. Yeah,
0: and that's and I was looking and the at his current pace as far as yardage goes, all all purpose yardage he's on on pace for like
1: 26, 2700 yards. <laughs> and that's I have 0 shares. I was I was on the oh, Derrick Henry's probably going to regress. No, he's not. He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that word. I have I have 1
0: share. I have one share of him in the Meglo Bowl, and that's I I'm crossing my fingers, getting him out there. You go win me this, okay? Um God, he's such a man. I call him Hungry Hungry Henry. And
1: he just he's just a big man. He's just a big, big hippo of a man. And Derek Henry's great. Established, matchup proof, unbelievable player.
0: On the other side of the ball though, I don't know if anyone started anyone on the jets maybe if you had to it, look if you started if you were forced like into starting like a michael carter he didn't destroy you he had a touchdown um that's about all you could say because the the yards per touch in this game are going to be gross anytime you start a jets running back they aren't in a lot of game scripts where running is going to be conducive to winning so he still ran it thirteen times, thirty-eight yards. That's only that's less than three yards a carry. He, but no one else is getting the ball. You know, Ty Johnson only had three carries. Yeah, Tevin Coleman had four.
1: But yeah, I think that's the most important thing that you see with Carter is thirteen carries. He's the clear lead back there. I think they're not gonna to look back. They don't have any reason to use anybody else as as the lead back. They're gonna to find out what we have with Michael Carter right, right. away. And then Corey Davis with the one big play puts him at wide receiver seven on the week. I th- I think a good amount of people probably started Corey Davis, yeah, um, and he paid off for you. Yeah, Corey Davis had that big fifty-four yard touchdown. That was
0: nice. Just a cannon of an arm. That's the talent that they've been talking about. You didn't. You haven't gotten to see a bunch of it this year as he's just thrown pick after pick after pick. But it's nice to see a rookie quarterback in this league finally get a win. You, because prior to this week, I think they were like one in 10, like they had thrown like 11 interceptions. It was it just, looking it was bad. Buff. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. Glad to see him get back on the board. Colts and the watery mammals played on Sunday. And there was a return from one Jonathan Taylor. He looked he looked like the running back you drafted. He was able to break off some yards, break off a 38 yard run. He's, he at least, in the very least, gave you some confidence going over 100 yards and a touchdown. He didn't exactly have a bunch of receiving work. He had three receptions. But let's just take baby steps here, okay? He's, he's giving you production. He's not losing you the week. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, Everyone else on the, the Colts, Marlon Mack, I feel like they gave him some carries in this game just to show teams. Like, look, he can still he can still carry the ball. He's fine. See, trade for him. He's so good. <laughs> Trying
1: to drive See, his, we, his value up before they ship him out. That's exactly what they're doing. They gave, we gave him 10 carries. Don't look at the yards. I always thought that was a myth, but I think that's exactly what was going on.
0: Oh, 100%. That's what they were doing. They're not going to be like, oh, well, we were thinking about trading him. Now we're not. No, still trying to trade him.
1: (laughs) Will Fuller hurt again. Womp womp. Tough day for the Colts. The pass catchers, uh, 59 yards, leads the team for Michael Pittman. The, The silver lining is it's another game where Michael Pittman leads the team in catches and targets. He is the clear one there, so you're you're pretty much going to start him every week. It's tough to find guys that are their clear one, and he's he's definitely with that guy on that team.
0: He had a near touchdown a couple of times in the red zone. I think those red zone targets are still going to come. It's just been a bumpy ride for Michael Pittman. He's not giving you—he's a, he's a wide receiver three, and if he catches a touchdown, I think he's getting the volume where you could have wide receiver one weeks. Um, but right now, he's just a wide receiver three hoping to get into the wide receiver two each week um what about
1: Devontae like, parker four for 77 in a score however it was a long of 42 which contributed to that but nine targets with will fuller going out are you playing that game with Devontae parker or are you letting somebody else play it
0: if someone comes to me and says i'm interested in Devontae parker i don't care what they're offering i'm going to give him to them like okay
1: so you have no interest in, in Devontae Parker. Mike uh, Mike Kosicki, good game, though. He's back a little bit. That helped a lot of people.
0: Sure, I'm okay with streaming Mike Kosicki different yeah. weeks. But Devontae Parker, no. Um, He is a desperation wide receiver, four, three each week. You got saved because it was a touchdown. But, yeah, nine targets is nice. I don't know how often he's going to see that work. We'll, we'll see going forward, but, no, I don't trust the work of Devontae Parker right now. He's a he's a bench stash. I don't think you necessarily need to drop him, but a desperation play right now.
1: Tough to play any Miami Dolphin right now with any kind of confidence.
0: There are weeks when Jalen Waddle, you know, was gonna blow up, but yeah, rookie wide receiver. Yeah,
1: that's the thing, though. I mean, that he was my pick. He was a big pick of the week, which we'll talk about in a second. But yeah, that he's top twenty in the league in targets entering this week. Uh, Will Fuller gets hurt, and now he's. Not. Miles Gaskin has zero points, yet somehow Jalen waddle all over the uh targets around the line of scrimmage yeah finishes three for thirty-three. That's the problem with this team is as soon as you're like, Oh, I I see a trend, you really don't. No. They don't even know what they're doing yeah. right now. I
0: want to say a quick prayer for uh Paris Campbell, as nothing's wrong with him. He just hasn't produced. Um and the rest of my the okay. rest of my best ball team. <laughs> scared me a little bit right there. <laughs> uh just please, please start being good. Um, let's move on to the Bears and the Lions because one, I'm a huge Bears fan. I know that's hard to tell, but the Bears beat the Lions. Ha ha, nana, nana, boo boo. Big division
1: win for Justin Fields.
0: Big division win. The Lions beat themselves on a few plays. I thought they were going to come back and beat us, but the defense actually stood up. A bunch of red zone stops. Hawkinson and Swift kind of shut down this week. That's kind of the lifeblood for this. Li- I shouldn't say kind of. It is the lifeblood for this Lions offense. And for whatever reason, Jamal Williams is now getting the lion's share—no pun intended—of the carries. Fourteen <laughs> carries for it? sixty-six yards. I kept watching. I'm like, I'm like, no. Why is he in the game? Yeah. Why? Like, what, what can he do that DeAndre Swift can't? And that what really, it just makes me, I wanted to believe that Dan Campbell believed that he needs to feed DeAndre Swift more. He's like, we're going to see a lot more Swift. That's and, what
1: we said last week. We were like, Dan Campbell's one of those guys we believe. He's
0: hungry for kneecaps. And then he gets into this game and gets eight
1: carries
0: for 16 yards. He puts up. Yeah, you
1: just said Jamal uh, Williams goes 14 for 66 a whopping 4.7. However, David Montgomery on the other side, 22 for one, 23 for one Oh six. Also at 4.6 yards per carry. And then you look back at Swift and it's like, why didn't Swift get more? Well, every time he touched it, he was tackled at the line of scrimmage. So it was
0: rough. It was a, not a good time.
1: He did give you four for 33 through the air. He's so much more effective. He's so much more effective in that role. Um, so I can see Jamal Williams sticking around for the rest of the season. We kind of thought that. That was that was one of my thought processes in the offseason was um, Anthony Lynn is saying Jamal Williams is a 1A type of back. And in games where they think they can do that, they're going to do that. And he wasn't lying. But DeAndre Swift is so good when he gets the ball. It's just, it's really tough to trust. Uh, I mean, you're going to play him... Regardless, every week because he's that good, but eight carries after the success that he's had with two 20 point weeks in the first three on the season is just brutal.
0: Yeah. Uh, Along with Hawkinson, another, another hodgepodge of Lions wide receivers. If you were lucky enough to start Khalif Raymond last week, congratulations. You're bold. I, I, I'm happy for you on the Bears side of the ball. Darnell Mooney looking like a, Wide receiver one, <laughs> um, on this. Could he offense, be the favorite target? I don't think so. I think this like Allen Robinson was still three for sixty three. If you got a touchdown from him in this game, you're still happy. It, it's just, yeah. D- Darnell Mooney is the deep guy, but there are going to be weeks, and trust me, there are going to be weeks where Allen Robinson does get closer to those ten targets. He had three targets in this game. That's not going to happen very often. So. I'm not worried about it. I think Allen Robinson will come back. Um, it's just going to, you know, we've talked about in previous episodes where Allen Robinson has a rough, rough schedule coming up. So, wouldn't be shocked to see Darnell Mooney outproduce in those games, in some of those games. I think a bigger story that I don't want to skip over, though, is David Montgomery's injury. Um, there, he. The reports are coming out now that he avoided a major knee injury, so we're probably going to see an uptick in Damian Williams' running uh, usage and overall usage. He did, ha- he did have a quad injury as well. Looks like he was okay, came back.
1: So It looked like a dead leg. It looked like a, a helmet to the quad or knee to the quad, something like it that. could have been. The way he was limping, it wasn't like a tweak.
0: But either way, he's going to be a valuable piece. Um, probably going to be a, if he wasn't already rostered, he's going to be a top waiver wire ad. He's someone that you, you're going to want to look to replace Monty with and Justin Fields to round it out. Didn't have a killer game. You know, we talked about, he didn't lose you the game, but put, puts up eight points, um, in fantasy. So it's just, like you said, it didn't feel like he played bad. It just, you're not getting that rushing, rushing usage out of him. He had three for
1: nine. And Matt Nagy, man, Justin Fields gets his first career win. And hours after the game, he says, Andy Dalton's still our starter. Like, can you just say Justin Fields played good enough to get us a division win, the first of the kids' career. Congratulations to Justin. Can't wait to practice this week and get better. Just like regular coach speak, anything normal would have been acceptable. He's thinking... What can I say here to completely rain on this parade for Fields? Uh, it it's it feels personal. It's really weird. It really weird.
0: Yeah, I, it is really weird. But that's Matt Nagy. That's the state of the Bears. We just kind of live with it week to week. Um, not gonna score a bunch of points, but love them anyway. Speaking of not scoring a lot of points, the Browns and the Vikings played in Minnesota and hardly. Oh, they <laughs> yeah. did not. They reached the under.
1: It looks like they play. They, they play a quarter. There
0: were multiple points scored. Yeah, they stopped in the second for lemonade and never came back out. The Browns won this game, fourteen to seven. Uh, just a few notes: the Browns' defense, Travis looked looked pretty good in this game. They're strong. They are strong. Dalvin Cook going for nine for thirty-four. Still splitting with Alexander Madison. I thought that if he was going to be healthy enough to be in this game, that they would have just stuck with him. The or the Browns' defense stood up. They've got a strong front seven. And there wasn't much production on the receiving end for either of these teams. Uh, Justin Jefferson did have a decent day with 84 yards and a touchdown. But anyone else, you pretty much got low usage.
1: Um, In the whole game, the either side. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's not then, like oh, you at least you got Odell. You got nothing, Kareem Hunt and Chubb, of course. But they, that's as expected. They can run on anybody. They're going to run on everybody. They, I bet they don't run on Tampa Bay. Nobody can <laughs> run on Tampa Bay. <laughs>
0: nope. Uh, well, you know, let me ask you a question about this because this is actually kind of interesting. Odell Beckham is he a buy low right now? I'm not or do you think the, so you're staying away yeah to me it was it's kind of an interesting he still got that name value so i still think i don't know we're kind of at that point where it's been long enough and we've seen baker and odell play long enough to where if unless odell is the only option against a weaker defense it seems odell just is not on the same page with baker it
1: the two just don't it depends on who who you're gonna have to give up for odell but the chances are because of the name Devonte parker you're not getting you're not getting odell for Devonte. <laughs> but w- what you would have to pay to get the, um odell beckham because of his name is yeah. probably going to end up making yeah. you happier than odell will most weeks yet you have the name on your team maybe a little bit of fear in the projections when it comes down to it you see a box score like this and you're going to be disappointed um, quite a bit. It's just that they, they just don't need to throw. They really don't. We haven't seen them need to do it yet. So no. maybe when if we see a game script where Baker needs to sling it a little bit, Odell's more valuable. But the way that they're running, 35 carries for 169 and a score between the two guys, you're just not needing it.
0: Odell or Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson. Okay. Yeah, I'm right there, too. But just, just had to make sure. Just had to make sure. I don't think there's a lot. More and you can
1: get a lot more for Allen Robinson, too. For sure. If you're going to move him. I
0: don't think there's a lot more to talk about with this game. Low scoring. I mean... Unlike the next one, 64. This, you know what? This was just a fun game to watch. Uh, I, I, was, I kept switching back and forth between this and the Bears game because I've got some fantasy pieces going on it. And Washington moves the ball at such a... I don't know. It's like you you don't know when it's coming. You just know that Terry McLaurin's about to beat someone deep. And Taylor Heineke, man, that dude can run. That Running for 43 yards. I'm not even mad that they're taking you know, – I'm not going to say that. I am mad. I'm mad that they're taking Gibson's work away. I hate that he's only getting like 16 touches. The dude's a manimal, and it's just – Let's let's stay with Washington right now. He's not giving you what you drafted. Well, he's not. He's he has that upside each week, but he's not like it's fine. 63 yards on, and a touchdown on the ground.
1: Yeah, but especially after a night like tonight. You were deciding in the draft. Yeah. If you had the end of the first round, you were deciding between Eckler and Gibson unless you went both. But if you went Tyreek or Devontae Adams or Kelsey on the way back, you were getting the choice of Antonio Gibson or Austin Eckler. And the choice was made by the majority yeah. to go Antonio Gibson. And that was the wrong choice to this point.
0: Yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking, right? It, I, it's not, I shouldn't say it's heartbreaking because he's not like putting up, I don't
1: know, Mike Davis numbers. But he's not. It's Kyle Allen's fault, it, by the way. Probably. For saying Christian McCaffrey in the same sentence. Yeah. Is why people drafted Gibson over it
0: him. all made sense though. He has the skill set. They're just not using him. It, it, yeah, it did. I've, it I did. He didn't just pull it out of I nowhere. I need JD McKissick to to start playing badminton instead of football. That's what I need. Um, I don't know.
1: He's not going He's anywhere. Not, he, He's a good football gosh, player. It's
0: just so annoying. He is good, but he gets seven for fifteen on the ground. But then you know he'll go and get five targets for forty-five and a touchdown. It's
1: it's a so huge annoying. touchdown. He was flying. Did you see that? You watched that game you watched the game. That was an awesome touchdown.
0: Yeah, I watched that. He pulled off a Reggie Bush. And good for him. Happy for him. Blah blah blah. Let's move on to the freaking Atlanta Falcons. The Corderails? Yeah, the the Yeah, the Atlanta Corderals. And Corderals. It, he leads the team in rece- no he didn't it was yards. leads the team in in <laughs> receiving yards and rushing yards and touchdowns and love <laughs> And they still I lost. won
1: a home league because I started Corral because McCaffrey was out You love to see it
0: I don't love to see it Can I just say that I don't love to see it Like
1: You were a big Mike Davis guy in the 5th round
0: There was zero part of me that was looking at that depth chart thinking, you know who is going to take over the running back role? It's going to be the wide receiver.
1: Mike Davis. Calvin Ridley owners like myself are feeling the same way. You know who's going to take over the receiving room? Nobody. Oh, what about this guy? Ten-year vet who's never done it? Sure. Why not? This is
0: what they – I don't understand what's – what is going on? (laughs) Like,
1: (laughs) Calvin Ridley, no touchdowns. Would you trade Allen Robinson for Cordero? At this
0: point, sure. Cordero? At this point, sure.
1: No, you would not. No, would no, you really? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I would trade Odell away for Cordero Patterson. Yeah, uh,
0: for Corduroy,
1: I would do it. Uh, Corduroy, I would do it right now. Yeah, I probably would, too. Uh, I mean, where is he going? Why, why not? I would think about Allen Robinson. I think that might be a stretch.
0: But is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's getting saying. work everywhere. He, Kyle Pitts. is around the ball I, look, I, all game long. He, they want the ball in his hands. It, what, I, why, they gave, look, Mike Davis had 13 carries for 14 yards. Why give it to him? That, why let him keep touching the ball? Just keep giving it to Cordero. He's he,
1: doing it on the ground. He is, he is hurting Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts. And Mike Davis by oh, himself.
0: Kyle Pitts is, is hurting. Kyle Pitts. He's making the air yards are there. Had, what is going had, on with him? That's why I still have faith. Like it's we're still only four games into his rookie season. He's going to figure it out. But this whole offense, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't feel good. Even Calvin Ridley. It's fool's gee, gold. Calvin Ridley had thirteen targets and he caught a little over half of them
1: some of those were on calvin ridley i watched a lot of that game too and they he had some uncharacteristic drops for sure
0: you're you're still going to start calvin ridley you're still going to start kyle pitts you're forgetting that mike davis exists and because he's not he you're hoping for a touchdown that's all it is that's all it is he had a touchdown he had a touchdown reception so congratulations he put up a low end, like a mid tier wide receiver or running back three. Congratulations. But you can't reliably start him week to week. Um,
1: what about against the jets in London?
0: No, cause they use the metric system over there and I don't know how the points are going to translate. So there's a whole system you have to do. I don't trust it. I don't trust Cordero
1: that. Patterson's looks like a, on paper, a very London esque name. Maybe he goes for another big
0: day. Yeah, they're uh, they got that. What's that? What's that bear's name? That that corduroy. Is, is it corduroy? Corduroy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Corduroy sounds like. I think that's a British book. I think. All right, just let's move on. The sounds... Falcons was that
1: game was exciting. <laughs> um, they will just like just like Tennessee is known as the Derrick Henrys right now. We will call the Falcons until otherwise. Um, the Cordarrelle Pattersons.
0: That's fine. All right, there's not much to talk about with this Texans game. The Texans. The, the I'm sorry. The Bills game. Yuck. The yeah the 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 Texans did not play uh they they actually didn't play um 87 yards and four interceptions for for Davis Mills they it seemed like every time I switched back to this game the Bills had the ball it was oh, the Bills the Bills are in the red zone the Bills are I I kept thinking that my my fantasy app was was messed up because it always showed Stefan Diggs in the red zone I'm like what is going on? Nope, they just were always in the red zone. And you know who else was in the red zone? Tyler Bass. I lost because Tyler Bass and the Buffalo Bills defense <laughs> together saw put that up in the 40 league. points. They put up 40 points. And I lost because of that. And from Yeah, I saw I trash, saw that
1: loss. That was sad.
0: But the I
1: yeah, when you put up eighty, you can't expect to win. But it really—it just rubs salt in the wound when Tyler Bass is outscoring half your team.
0: I don't—I don't want to talk about anyone on anyone on the Texans. Josh Allen was great. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss did whatever the heck they wanted. Zach Moss got a touchdown. Stephon Diggs still no touchdown. Um, Stay patient. I guess the two things that you can take out of this game was that Cole Beasley only saw two targets, which a little uncharacteristic. Uh, they didn't need to throw it so you're probably not too worried this is just probably an, a one-off game Dawson Knox though is an intriguing intriguing name at tight end where you kind of look for any sort of production any sort of trend in a pass happy offense Dawson Knox is a fun streamer that honestly even next week against Kansas City I'm I'm interested to see that matchup because Kansas City's four touchdowns defense, in three games yeah tight ends that's how many times have we talked about it? Tight ends are what gets you in, or touchdowns are what gets tight ends into that top tier. So you're seeing them with this offense. Keep riding the wave with Dawson Knox against
1: and any defense again against Houston. And maybe kicker too. After after this weekend, sure.
0: Honestly, yeah. Whoever's playing Houston, just play. You'll it. you'll
1: live just, in the red zone. They're going.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have a good time. Uh let's move on cuz I don't want there's nothing else to talk about with this game. Giants and the Saints. We talked on Danny Dimes earlier leading the Giants to an overtime win. The Saquon Barkley wheel route looked great. Saquon's showing those skills. Saints offense is still very garbage. They have no receiving options and Alvin Kamara is I mean he's getting yards but they're not extremely efficient yards. He uh, Tell me, can you tell me Travis how many targets did uh, Alvin Kamara have?
1: I don't see a single one actually. That was surprising. Yeah, that that's a that's yeah. a
0: zero, that's a zero. That's a zero and I blame Especially James when you Winston. see that he
1: touched the ball 26 I, times. None of them were targets. 120 yards. That's a lot of yards for anybody. I'll take that all day long. But not a single target, no touchdown. Yeah. He's giving you 12 points from a top three pick in most leagues. So the Saints are going to be inconsistent. That's not. It'll be interesting to see as we get closer to Michael Thomas coming back if he's fully healthy, if Jameis just locks in on him, which I think a lot of us are hoping that is the case. Kenny Galladay, 116, finally goes over the century mark. Kadarius, Tony, nine targets, 78 yards. Um, people were kind of hoping to see a little something from him. So I guess that is a little something from him.
0: Yeah, they should have seen more, though. They really should have. The Giants offense is just – it's so—it's coached so bad. But
1: yeah, it is what they it is. They got it done, man. They found a way.
0: Yeah, yeah, they did. Congratulations. You beat the Saints. <laughs> way to go. In New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, like I said, still still playing well putting up 52 yards in a touchdown, you know, and five for 74 through the air in a touchdown. So you're getting what you paid for. I like it. I like it. Taysom Hill still. <laughs> How about them Cowboys against the Panthers? This one, Sam Darnold, I think I understand what happened. This is all making sense. Cam Newton is out of the league because Sam Darnold stole his powers. Yeah, rushing power. He had two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns, and uh, to top it off, he had two interceptions. So he's kind of he's feeling feeling good here. Uh, DJ Moore, of course, continues his stellar campaign. He's got 113 yards in this one on 12 targets, eight receptions, and he put up two touchdowns. Which touchdowns were kind of hard to come by Chuba Hubbard, uh in replacement for Christian McCaffrey. Didn't see the huge workload we were expecting. He only saw two targets and thirteen carries. He had fifty seven yards,
1: no touchdowns. Are you
0: disappointed in the production you got from Chuba Hubbard if you started him?
1: Yeah, anytime you get a single digit day, you're gonna be disappointed from somebody who you think is a starting running back on the weekend. But it could have been worse. Um, you're not hoping for a 15 to 20 point game, but you were at least hoping for that 10 to 14 double digit game. You did not get that. Sam Donald took everything to the house when it came to rushing touchdowns, and the DJ Moore breakout is in full effect. Robbie Anderson let you down. Um, Terrace Marshall, it's going to be a while. We're not going to see anything from him for from uh, real production. I don't think anytime soon. It's going to take an injury. I think DJ Moore going down or Robbie Anderson going down. I think, I think that's the only way that Marshall can be valuable right now. And then on the other side, you've got a big day from Dak. Amari Cooper, we already talked about, got him a score. Um, CD Lamb, two for 13. That hurt a lot of people in baseball, in dynasty leagues, and redraft leagues. CD owners were very sad, including myself, who was wearing a CD Lamb jersey the entire game. Dalton Schultz finds the end zone again on eight more targets. He, for me, um, is just like a guy we just talked about in Dawson Knox. Dalton Schultz is tight end three on the season in half PPR leagues, which is very impressive for what we thought was going to be a split tight end job between Jarwin and Schultz. He is not splitting. He is clearly the the tight end to own in that offense and then i have one question for you that i would like for you to answer with a single word and don't answer it with another question just be brutally honest who is the starting running back and the running back you want to own in dallas for the rest of the season
0: for the rest of the season Oh, that's tough but yeah zeke um
1: okay this Tony Pollard thing was cute for a little while it's not going i think away. Zeke might have listened to the episode i think he listened to it and said coach i'm getting 20 touches and i'm taking him for 140 and a score it, and we'll put this to rest it's not
0: going away it's not going away tony pollard is still going to be a he thing he is
1: the same handcuff that he has he been he
0: had 10 carries for 67 yards so no he didn't he's still a flex right now But, like I've said before, it is a long, long season. And I don't think that you're... I don't think Zeke's going to be this guy when we're 10 weeks down the road. I think... Okay.
1: So there will be some weeks where Tony gets more work.
0: I think Tony is going to consistently show that he is the more explosive back. Zeke looks good in this game. I... I still think that as we get down there, I think there, there's going to be weeks where you're going... I'm not saying Zeke's... It, Zeke can still be good, and Tony Pollard can still help win you weeks. That's going to be a thing. Yes, this isn't I a, agree. This isn't agree. a Tony Pollard is going to make Zeke irrelevant. This is going to be Tony Pollard is going to show enough that they are going to give him enough work to win you weeks.
1: And Tony will be relevant enough to play come by weeks when you need a a running back filler or a flex but as far as pushing Zeke for the top job in Dallas or top fantasy production in Dallas I don't think it'll be close. I think Zeke is the clear alpha and one of the best running backs in the league.
0: He showed he showed some really good stuff last uh or on Sunday. So, I can't really argue there. Right now he's got a he's got a pretty
1: Dak Dak for thirty five rushing yards too was a nice. Thing yeah, to see.
0: absolutely. He was he was showing off them ankles. We hadn't seen that yet. This this was a this was <laughs> a good game. It was the shootout we were hoping for. The Panthers were down for a lot of it. Had to had to throw the ball. Started to come back a little bit. I think uh, going forward, the Panthers are also going to be a fun offense to watch. Um,
1: did you see what Matt Rule said today about Christian McCaffrey? No. What did he say? He will join us at practice on Wednesday, and we'll see where we're at. Ah, okay, so that's coach speak for he's not playing. I do not believe I, that I at all. He might
0: be there at practice, <laughs> but he's not going to practice. Like, they're, yeah. they're not going to risk that's, it. I don't...
1: It was initially three to four weeks, not uh, six days, or how, he, maybe ten days, however long. foolish to rush him back. I,
0: I hope he's healthy when he does come back, but, man, it feels like they're rushing it. Jimmy G got
1: hurt. Here we go. <laughs>
0: This is almost like mirroring what Matt Nagy is doing. But it kind of feels like he he's like forcing down Trey Lance and telling him you're not ready. You're not ready. You're not coming in this game. And then and then Jimmy G gets hurt and then he's like, "Okay, go out there, just don't don't suck." And He goes out there, and then he's like, see?
1: He looked bad, though. He did
0: look bad. He looked jittery, and then at the end of the game, uh, Kyle Shannon's like, well, this is why we've got Jimmy G. You know, we want Jimmy G to be in the game. I can't believe we had to start
1: Trey Lance, so there he is. Aside from the broken play for Devo for the long one, I watched every single play of Trey Lance in the second half today, and he's throwing at people's feet. He's running into the back of the O-line. Like, he's not ready. He does not understand what is going on out he's, there.
0: The game is very fast for him right now. And that's totally understandable. It's a rookie. It's his first real game action, you know, um, where he's running the offense, not just a part in the offense. So I understand it. But you like you said, Debo extending and, and making the huge long play, that is what we've talked about the added bonus of having Trey Lance in this offense is that that's something that Jimmy G does not offer. So yeah, that's it's, true. I don't necessarily, there are more, let's call them rushing quarterbacks that benefit. Even if it doesn't look pretty, it's harder to game plan for these guys because you have to take more from your defensive game plan to ensure they don't hurt you in these ways. So he doesn't have to play great he played just one half of football and put up 20 fantasy points. He put up more points than Lamar in one half.
1: Yeah. It, that's, that's what's so tough is that when Jimmy comes back and is healthy, you're really not going to be able to play either.
0: I think Jimmy comes I, back and he's y- Jimmy you couldn't then. really
1: play Jimmy. Like no, nobody's, I'm nobody's starting, starting him. him. Even in a great yeah. matchup you're not starting him. And now Lance has shown enough to say yeah. I need a carved out role in this offense, even if it's small. And and Jimmy's yeah. not leaving, so they're really just two guys taking up spots. Yeah,
0: I, I do not envy the position of Kyle Shanahan right now. Uh a couple things on the forty nine ers side of the ball. We've already talked about Trey Sermon, but uh George Kittle still missing. Um He kind of popped up last week a little bit, Uh, but this week, not so much. He had a whopping 11 targets, though, but four for 40 in this game. I think a rookie quarterback having a lot to do with that. And on the other side of the ball, Chris Carson, Alex Collins. What a weird duo here. Alex Collins just, I thought, again, another guy I thought was just going to be riding out the end of his career. And then he just pops up again. He, does his he runs thing. so hard. He runs so hard and angry, and that's what they like. Like they, they it's want just
1: to... violence. Like he, he wants the ball.
0: Yeah, he runs like he, he runs like he's going to get hurt. And Kyle Shanahan sees that and it's like I want him on my team. I, I want him. Yeah, he does. Like I want him to run
1: like he. You can have sermon. Give us Alex Collin. Right.
0: Exactly. Like anytime you're running, like you're running into like a Mack truck. Like that's what he wants. And so I don't
1: Tyler Lockett, four for twenty-four. Is that uh have we seen this before?
0: Yeah, you're gonna freak out and you're gonna say that this is the Tyler Lockett we all knew was gonna happen, but this is are, are you freaking out over C D Lamb? I think I said last week are, are you freaking last week out I I said, over C D Lamb.
1: I am I'm not freaking out, but I'm not thinking that we're gonna get Early, I don't think we're getting th- early third round production out of CD.
0: Every wide receiver goes. They're
1: not throwing like we. Like we're not getting. We're not getting the passing volume. Not right from now. From Dallas that we were hoping for, Zeke is. I mean, he's twenty to twenty-five touches a game. If he's doing that, you don't need CD for ten grabs.
0: And we're not. We didn't have a ton of passing volume for the Seattle passing attack. They only threw it twenty-three times. Tyler Lockett. Had five targets, which is, I mean, okay. You know, four for 24. Again, didn't have the big play. So I'm still starting Tyler Lockett. He's still going of to course, be a Of course, of course.
1: All I need to do but, is give me six more of these in a row, and I'll be right. Last gonna, week, it was seven in a row, and you said, oh, you just need seven. Now you just need six. Next week, you're just going to need five more. We already saw happen. it. He's gonna <laughs> be fine. You said that. Last... <laughs>
0: he's gonna be fine. He's outside
1: of the top 25 right? <laughs> in catches.
0: Oh goodness. Here we go with the He's range a top 10 receiver. Four, four but he's outside of the top
1: 25 in catches.
0: Oh wow. You know it's what? It's going to
1: slowly slip. It's going to be another four catches, another four oh, catches, okay. another four. That's just that's just what he does. Yeah, you these, I hate Tyler these Lockett. Early, I hate the Seahawks, these okay? These
0: early season like top fives for you drive me crazy well da- dalton <laughs> schultz is is george kittle now and george kittle is is only gonna be james o- o'shaughnessy now so really gotta just drop him <laughs> off your board because top five top five top five <laughs> it's like
1: it's, it's that is how you in. pull trades off at, at at this point in the year that's how you pull trades off you say look <laughs> he's tied in three on the season and he's N- tight end, ten or nine in targets. He's right. a big part and of this there Dallas are people, offense. I'm
0: sure. I'm not that guy. Somebody who has guy. Robert
1: Tunyon is saying, "I'll take him."
0: Absolutely. Someone says Robert Tunyon, like, "Oh my god, he's not catching any balls." I, we made one point. We may have been wrong about Robert Tunyon. It's entirely possible. Or. There's a good chance that these guys have just been getting touchdowns and they'll go five or six. They'll pull a Tyler Lockett of touchdowns and not get any touchdowns. For Thank six you for weeks. saying
1: that. So I didn't have You're welcome. to. Thank That's you. That's all God. you get. That's
0: all you get. Let's move on to the Cardinals okay. of the Rams. Look,
1: I hate to see. Oh
0: man. And I love Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. Oh goodness. Can, can you just say this for me right now? Kyler Murray, MVP. Can you just say that for me? Cause it ain't Matt Stafford. It ain't Matt Stafford. It
1: got a lot more real for Kyler Murray MVP after blowing out. Yeah. The Rams. The- I was not expecting this. I thought the Rams were going to take care of them, and Man. Stafford was going to have a, a three to three fifty with three. It did not mm-hmm. happen. Kyler Murray didn't light the world on fire, but he didn't have to. them winning. Yeah, them winning by by seventeen. It was more than seventeen for most of the game too. That was big.
0: This is a few things. This was three things. This was Kyler Murray actually looking in control. He was making plays because he knew which plays to make rather than he was making plays to save his own life. Two different things different from this year and last year. He, He has a firm grasp of this offense, and he has now weapons that he can use to help him win these games. Hopkins, again, didn't win you a week with his performance, but he the catches that he made were a lot of them on third down, a lot of them were drive extending catches, you know, key, you know, 18 yard catches to get them into field goal range, or um, after you know, a momentum swing, they needed that drive to continue on a third down, and he kept extending. So that's what I look for. The Cardinals defense also looked good except for guarding against the pass or uh, against the run. Matt Stafford still threw for 280 and two touchdowns. But the story for the Rams, for me, in this game, was that Matt Stafford kind of showed that he's still not... He hasn't reached that every week, you know, Aaron Rodgers level of, you know, this is your guy, this is a guy you can pencil in as a top five. We all want the narrative to be that, you know... He's an MVP guy and it's a long season he could still maybe get in that range but I don't see that as an every week lock it in because we have seen now for Stafford playing for as long as he has this is who he is he's going to have these games where it just seems he's a little bit off yeah he just seems that when the pressure's coming he didn't know exactly when to, to get that ball out or where to put it there were a couple routes where Cooper Cup was open and he either threw it behind it or threw it just a yard and a half. It too, uh, far inside, and it just bounced. So it's just the little things in this game, kind of, kind of hurt you. Cooper Cup came back down to earth with five for sixty-four. Still had thirteen targets, so you're, you're still not hurting. I, I, you know, I wrote down on our show sheet. I hope you sold Cup, but at the, at the same time, no way. You're, you're still seeing that volume for who? Who didn't get a touchdown? Who would you sell him for? Exactly. Honestly, if you could uh, if you can sell him for Devonte Adams, not happy uh, type guy. Well, maybe, maybe he could, you, well, I yeah, he could, could be a Rams fan. In the I league. could, I, I, I could make an argument, especially if you want to package him with someone, you know, Hey, I've got, I've got Cooper cup and, and, you know, maybe a James Connor, you know, or I've got, I've got Cooper cup and, and some other. Yeah. I can see that. I can see the package working. Sure, he right now he's the wide receiver one. So, um, uh, well, was going into this week, and he look he still looks good. They want him to in this offense, but another named pop popped up in this Rams offense, and that's Mr. Bobby Trees. That's Robert Woods finally putting one up on the scoreboard. Got in there, he didn't have he had four for 48 and a touchdown. That was you know, a solid wide receiver two week, you know, low end wide receiver two, wide receiver three. That's kind of what you want. Yeah. you know. Just put him in your lineup. You just want those double-digit weeks. Um, he's not getting volume, but he, at least this week he didn't kneecap you. you know, he's, he's keeping you in the game.
1: Yeah, Edmonds, 120 yards on the ground, 19 through the air, so that's a really good day for Chase. Connor gives you two scores. I still don't trust Connor. 18 touches for 50 is abysmal. Um, that's always been him though yeah it's gonna it's just tough to play him but he's gonna be the one of those guys here in the next few weeks when bye weeks start that if you've got him and you need a running back or a flex you can roll him out there and hope for six points get you a touchdown or two um that can help you win a lot of a lot of bye weeks so he's a valuable piece at yeah. this point um disappointment from Rondell Moore. i thought we were going to see more from him with the ramsey coverage on hopkins but That was a really fun game to watch. I was very impressed with the Cardinals. You were right, calling the Cardinals win on that one. I took the L for the Rams. I thought they were going to take care of it. They did not. Steelers and Packers. Packers win 27-17.
0: Speaking of disappointments, the Steelers are here. Dang, dang, dang. Yeah. You know who else made an appearance in this game? A.J. Dillon. What? (laughs) I mean, 15 for 81.
1: I really think that...
0: Don't call it a breakout.
1: No, I think this was just, we're controlling this game. We're going to save yeah. Aaron Jones when we need him. Jones is, is such an awesome weapon. I love watching him run. It's the Packers, Packers controlled this thing from start to finish. Deontay Johnson, 9 for 92 in a score. Great to see him back. He's looking like a top 15 caliber guy. And then Najee saved his day with a touchdown for you, too.
0: That seems to be the theme for Najee. It's a, a touchdown to save the week. He's getting, you know, especially in a PPR league, six receptions for 29 yards, and he's getting you 15 for 62 on the ground. Not bad uh, for probably a, an early second round, late first round running back that you took. Um, He's
1: going to finish as an RB1, probably a top 10 in PPR leagues because of the passing volume. His floor is just insane. That 90-target
0: game is going to buoy him in PPR leagues, season-long rankings. Uh, Juju absolutely just did not. I don't know what he said to Ben before this game. Maybe he's like, hey, Ben, you're looking great out there, and Ben's like, yeah, well, I'll show you. Ben just – I don't – I don't know. Outside of looked-
1: Deontay and Najee right now, it's just, it's ugly.
0: Yeah, it, Claypool out, obviously, but Ben just doesn't look good. He's he's getting older and older. Um, it's not a pretty sight, whereas on the other side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers looks to be aging well. He's just so good. So Fine good. Fine wine, he's man. So smart. He, he He's a fun them- guy to
1: be your favorite player, huh? <laughs> It, He's freaking the, great.
0: I don't. I wish ill on no man, but Aaron Rodgers. If that dude, I wish. I wouldn't mind seeing him on Jeopardy. Like I wish that was my exposure to Aaron Rodgers.
1: He'll get there. He'll get there soon enough.
0: But this game, yeah, it, Devontae Adams no touchdown. You're still loving Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones didn't have a huge game. Still had you know 48 on the ground, 51 through the. Air, you're still fine with that usage. Things will be fine moving forward. There's still no clarity on the wide receiver two situation for the Green Bay Packers. Randall Cobb had a game, but other than that, that's not. I that's not I, probably not going to be anything that you can bank on. So nothing, nothing was said here, or nothing that was shown here that's going to be any actionable advice. Robert Tunyon again did nothing. Let's move on to the Ravens and the Broncos because this one got ugly once Teddy Bridgewater was knocked out. Lamar looked like Lamar. Uh, Yeah.
1: He he looked. That's his floor. That's what you draft in the fourth round. You draft a quarterback with a floor of 20 points. Right. He throws
0: for 300, throws a touchdown, doesn't have a rushing touchdown, only rushes for 28 yards. He's not efficient enough of a passer to buoy you. Uh, I hate using the same word that I don't use often in the same it made, show. No, it makes sense, But, though. yeah, it he, he kept sense. you afloat, um, which is what a buoy does. Um, but <laughs> he he kept you afloat. Like, like I said earlier, we don't have to cover Lamar Jackson in depth. Well, the more interesting part of this game was that we did not see Tyson Williams. Uh, I think he's Latavius, toast.
1: 18, carries.
0: Well, they came out and said that Latavius is their number one back. Uh, I don't think we're going to see Tyson again. It's unfortunate. Like, I, I he's a healthy scratch, and they they're willing to give four touches even to Le'Veon Bell. Latavius Murray, awesome. Eighteen for fifty nine. If that's what you want, sure. Just a guy that's going to pound it, and he can catch every once in a while. I, I, hey, good for him. I'm glad he's got some work.
1: But the names on this box score. For rushing Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, it's Gordon. 2016. <laughs> A few years ago, you'd be like, wow, those are the top four running backs in the right. league. Right. <laughs> like,
0: man, I knew.
1: Outside of right. Latavius, but he, he's the top 20 I pretty knew, much. I knew Devontae's
0: finally going to get his shot. He had one for four. Way yeah. to go. Marquise Brown, way to go on seizing your opportunity again and showing that you're not drop prone. Big time Goodness, value. Man, that huge 50-yard touchdown that's what you like to see. Just letting Lamar Jackson loose. I am super excited. He's a wide receiver he one is, right he now. Is. He's, he's producing like it. He's looked shocker. at shocker. What I'm more interested to see though, is the return of Rashad Bateman. I want to see how he's used in this offense because everything out of camp was that he was looking great. Of course, that's a month ago. We can't go off of what was said in camp. He's got to reacclimate to the, this offense and he has to learn the NFL game, you know, at that speed. So, is that going to let me ask you this question then with him returning it it... will not hurt hollywood brown you don't think so
1: no i think duvernay doesn't touch the field um i think sammy watkins probably plays a little bit less and sammy watkins is a guy too that i think baltimore trusts and they should he's got the experience he's always in the right place i think he is kind of their guy that Let's make sure we keep him healthy and not overuse him. Let's, let's give Bateman some of those reps. And as we get closer to the playoffs, we want Sammy to be fresh because he's going to be important for them.
0: I don't disagree. On the other side of the ball, though, the timeshare at the running back position between Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams continues to frustrate. Killing me. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. There wasn't a whole lot of rushing work to go around javante williams did see three targets it's just
1: like the jd mckissick situation like you want one of them to leave melvin gordon is the one that people want to move on and it's just they're they're playing well there's no reason for them to not get the ball too.
0: their play style and what yeah. they can do and right now melvin gordon hasn't looked anything near washed or anything he's still a very productive running yeah. back and i don't Unless something crazy happens and like Melvin Gordon is traded, which I do not see happening, Melvin Gordon no. and Javante Williams, barring an injury, are going to continue to split this. I don't see why they won't. And that's unfortunate yep. for someone who might have traded Javante Williams for Michael Thomas. That is... That, <laughs> that is... Not what you want to hear. That's going to pay
1: off. Okay,
0: it is going, it's to, going pay to pay off. Pay I off. think Michael Thomas coming back is going to be a wide receiver one. So I'm glad that we can agree on that. Javante Williams, you know, continues to ha- ride that fence of w-
1: running back three and two. We will be we will be monitoring that very closely every week. Every, I think everybody is. That's a that's one of the, the hot topics in the league. Corlin Sutton eight targets. Noah Fant, nice ten targets, forty-six in a score. That's what you like to see in a wasteland of of tight ends. That is, yeah, you drafted him as the seventh or eighth overall tight end, and that's what he gave you. So, yeah, um, what? yeah, like we said, Hollywood Brown is looking like a big time value, and keep monitoring the running back situation there. Keep rolling, Fant Sutton. I think Sutton, you're you got to roll out anyway. He's yep. he's the clear one. Yep. And then Judy will come back soon. So for
0: sure, let's talk Bucks and Patriots now. This nothing has to be said
1: about the narrative of the. Did this meet your expectations or fall short?
0: You know, for me, I I had expectations of. I didn't as much as I wanted to believe that Tom Brady's going to go in here and light it up. I knew that just as much as he wanted to play well. Bill Belichick did not want to be embarrassed in this game, and I knew Bill was going to throw was everything ready. he <laughs> had at this defense. Yeah. At this I offense. wasn't
1: disappointed. I agree. I wasn't disappointed because of that. Like The Patriots I, came to play. They had, a, they had everything they could possibly have ready to go. Yeah, Tom Brady, no touchdowns, no
0: interceptions. He played enough to win the game. Uh, Bill Belichick put them in a position to contain Tom Brady. They barely won the game. That's what you a off Nick the Folk, upright. A Nick Folk field goal in the rain is what loses yeah. the game. I don't know how you can be upset at this game. Mac Jones played incredible. You know, two seventy-five and two. That t- that interception he threw. That he, that those will those are probably going to be mitigated going forward. I there yeah. there were some things in this game. Jacoby Myers is fun to watch. I think he is, uh, he's just going to be a reliable target moving forward. He's got 12 targets. He's doubling the targets of anyone close to him. Um, the, we don't really, was there a running back playing in this team or playing on this team for the Patriots? Because they ran (laughs) for negative yards. They The team ran for
1: negative one yards in this game. Um, Damian Harris had, had a, uh, really late catch for 15 or 20 or 21 yard catch we that uh probably helped a a couple people who were thinking they were getting negative from him but yeah you're really disappointed you didn't expect much against tampa from from their rushing offense from damien harris but negative yards is just that's just flat out embarrassing but we
0: all knew not to start damien harris against this tampa bay bucks this is a special run defense and I think that's going to they don't stop anyone through the air, but they can stop people. Uh the way look, uh, looking at the stats here, they had, the Patriots have four receivers go for over fifty yards. Um but the the Bucks are just they have no one they lost uh Dunlap uh in this game. Um that's that's rough. I think that's the last name. That I might have to go back and find that um uh, but they, they lost their um they lost their cornerback. And so Richard Sherman was really the only one, you know, having signed this week their only good cornerback to go, if you wanna call it that. Fumble recovery for old Richard Sherman. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Glad, right place, glad he right found time. That.
1: Hey, how's Fournette clearly dogged? Yeah, though. how's Ronald Jones doing, man? He's scoring touchdowns left and right, but it's not enough there's not enough uh not enough volume to go around for Ronald right now. It's gonna take something That we don't want to see on anybody, but that is what it will take for Ronald Jones.
0: It will take a trade, for sure.
1: I do think at some point, like you're saying with Zeke, it's a long season. These are are deep playoff run-minded teams. Ronald Jones will start to be a Tony Pollard type. I think as the season goes on, he will start to get 10 to 12 carries to save Leonard Fournette a little bit. They're not going to be giving Leonard Fournette 20 carries game every game. I just don't see that.
0: It feels, it feels like unless Leonard Fournette actually starts to be super inefficient or starts fumbling the ball, I think this is Leonard Fournette's backfield. I think Ronald Jones yeah. has just he's lost that spot with Bruce Arians. We know Bruce Arians holds grudges, unfortunately, against his players. I think they, th- they love to throw the ball and Leonard Fournette keeps them in games with what he's able to do. Hopefully Ronald Jones continues to show that he has the burst that maybe Lenny does not. Um,
1: I, I just, to me, this is a backfield that I'm keeping the faith. I'm not cutting Ronald Jones.
0: I right now. I don't think you have to, but I think we might be, you know, four weeks from now, I think we might be having to reconsider that. Um, we could. Wide we definitely receivers in this could. Game. Um, no
1: touchdowns, like I said, but targets were there. Antonio Brown Mike Evans, 12 and 11, respectively. They really missed Gronk. I saw that last night. That was the one thing I kept saying is they need Gronk right here. Gronk would have made that play. Gronk would have made that catch. Gronk knows this time of, of the the game what, what Brady's going to do. And Brady knew it. Like, you could see it in his face. He was like, crap, man, I need Gronk.
0: Yeah, and he's probably still a couple weeks away from returning from those fractured ribs. The Bucks still looked good, but we knew that this was going to be a tough game with just the familiarity between um, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Here we are, though, with the... Well, well, you know, we already talked about the Monday night game a little bit. Um, Raiders and Chargers. Raiders, of course, losing to the Chargers. One last note, though. How fun is it to
1: watch Hunter Renfro run routes? That dude is just I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna end on anything, you need to end on talking about the fake punt that was blown up by Hunter Renfro. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was awesome. That was my favorite play of the entire I weekend. might have to get a Hunter Renfro jersey.
0: Like, I'm not even kidding.
1: He's that, so <laughs> yeah. fun to
0: watch because he's so crafty. He reminds me of like uh like Wes Welker. You know? Like just yeah. he's electric, just shifty like knife knifing routes that
1: football player man he is a football player
0: just that's exactly what he did. he does whatever you ask him to he's going to do it 110 percent yeah and i love that i love that that's why he's such a useful you know player in ppr leagues that's why they love him in oakland he is one of their like glue guys and i just love watching that dude i
1: think he's underrated in fantasy right now too if all the hype was brian edwards I would rather have Hunter Renfro than Brian Edwards. I really would.
0: He's saving my, my dynasty team for sure. You know, let's go ahead and wrap it up though with some waiver wire targets. Uh, because there are some throughout the, throughout the the week, there are some guys that are going to have some opportunities possibly. And they're probably, there's a good chance that some of these guys aren't rostered in your league. Um, let's start with Cincinnati though, because, Cincinnati Joe Mixon—it seems to be a theme week to week—and we know this story. This could be all year. We don't know. It could be—you know—this is this is, yeah. I don't know if we're going to get any clarity on it. It's a high ankle injury. It's a it's a low grade sprain. I think that's what they called it. And so, Samaj P. Ryan, if he's on your waiver wire, which he he very well could be, go ahead put a claim in for him. See if you can get him because. He could be a valuable back, especially, you know, taking carries just on his own merit, um, from Mixon. I think that's I think that's going to be a yep, a solid move for you.
1: Dawson Knox, four touchdowns in three weeks. You love to hear this. Current top uh current tight end five, I think six after tonight, after Waller. He could still be in that top five. Yeah, he is he is he is Kyle Pitts. He, he is what you wanted Kyle Pitts to be. Um yeah. Just goes. Yeah. Dawson Knox, if you're tight, if you're hungry for a tight end, if you're hurting right now, go get Knox, go get Dalton right. Schultz. At running back, Kenneth Gainwell, 46 points on the year to Miles Sanders. Fourth round Miles Sanders, 40 points on the season being outscored by Gainwell. I was lucky enough to get Gainwell after a, an in-game drop by some people in our home leagues. I think he I don't think he takes that job over, but I think he's valuable. He has a clear role in that offense. Yeah. Um, whether that is a running back or a receiver, I'm not really sure, but he is getting enough touches to be playable weekly right now. He's averaging over ten points yeah. a week. So I wouldn't I wouldn't add him over a guy like Damian Williams right now, but Gainwell, if he's there and you got room, go get him.
0: Damian Williams probably someone who's on the waiver wire this week. Go and pick him up. Uh, especially Monty looking like he might miss a week or two. A good fill-in guy could help you win your week. It's those small victories we're going to keep an eye on though this year. You're going to you're going to need those guys. Hopefully you didn't spend all your money on uh, all your fab money on Elijah Mitchell like someone I know me uh yeah, it happens. Man, week four, what a, what a roller coaster ride, man! We've uh, oh my gosh! I'm looking forward to breaking down week five. We've got another show coming up on Thursday. The show should be out on Friday. Everyone, thanks for listening. This was a fun show. Get better soon, please, Montgomery. With that being said, that's going to do it for tonight's episode of the Losing Sucks Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're not already, follow us on Twitter at Losing
1: Sucks. Good night. Thanks for listening.